Yeah, I mean the whole the whole book it talks about Anton Chigurh as like this unstoppable force. He when he does the coin flip in the gas station or whatever at oh. the beginning, and then at the end again he says, "I got here the same way the coin did." And then yeah. the Mexican gang members are like the opposite of that, where it's just complete shit show anarchy the entire time, mm-hmm. and has the same like the same impact on where things go by the end of it. Um, I think that that's also um, uh, like the Sheriff Bell's monologue about how things are getting worse and nothing was the sa- nothing's the same as it was back in the old days. Um, I think by the end of it, you kind of get the opinion that he's or get the idea that he's wrong about that. Yeah, he like is wrong. Mindset. And that's yeah, the same, yeah, same exactly. arc that Llewellyn takes is that you see him like it basically things go from fine to terrible. And then you find out at the end of the book, he was like that the whole time. There hasn't been this big monumental shift so true. the same way as, yeah. uh, as you know, Bell kind of forecasts like that. Yeah. That conversation with Ellis is so crazy. And the way, the way that, that, that I, I love, I mean, McCarthy is just such a genius for like, basically just game of Thrones style offing your protagonist at like the beginning, not beginning, but you know, it's, it's, at a time where you don't think he's going to go, you, you, if you're watching it on streaming and you, you haven't seen this movie before you click down on it and you're like, how much time do I have left in this movie? Like a fucking this movie's over or what? Like, you know, and he dies in this like super, not like anticlimactic fashion, which makes it way more jarring um, that you can just like basically just crumple him up, you know, and throw him away. Like, fuck this guy. And, um, but then having that conversation with Ellis, uh, where where it's Bell Sheriff Bell and it's his uncle, right? Ellis, yeah, yeah, his uncle. Whereas Ellis is like, dude, I'm in a wheelchair and I live in a fucking shithole with like cats everywhere. Like you and like my, you know, my whole family was getting picked off by like weird engines, you know, and and shit like that. He's like, dude, this place has always stunk, man. Like, and it's like, what? That that's where the like McCarthy kind of like, you know. He, McCarthy has this like like almost like Reddit atheist style, but like with insane amount of talent, you know, like and it's can be frustrating when you know like the gayest Twitter account of all time, their politics can be like put into the one of the best writers ever. <laughs> like yeah. and you're just like, fuck, dude. Like it's so I mean, look at uh, look at uh, all of our favorite artists, like that were like, God damn, they're libtards. How do they make this amazing stuff? And you're just like, that is an amazing thing. It's one of the most amazing ways to end a book, but it's like fuck you, man. Like, you know, because it's a pretty based book, right? I mean, the whole thing, and it's not treated in such a way that you're meant to think of it as satire, which is the eternal cop out of the libtard, right? Where it's like, oh, it's satire. It's looked at in the context of the book as think about all of Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Bell's monologues where he's just telling you these horror stories about, you know, there was a couple that was kidnapping people. And when the police raided their place, there were people in dog collars and stuff like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you, I was with him. I was, I was totally, I was on the porch with him and I was saying like, people need to pull their pants up and right. they need to start having manners again. You know, I was sold on his vision of what was, what was going on. As a matter of fact, listening to you guys talk to it, it's the talk about it. It's the first time I've thought about like, maybe that's, supposed to be kind of funny in the context of something like blood meridian which takes place in the 19th century and has mm-hmm. people scalping men women and children like raping kids and killing them to to make mm-hmm. money it's like oh yeah it's not a process of things having been 
up here and now being down here, it's the joke is that it's always kind of been that way, right? And right. Sugar is just the reincarnation of the judge. And it's because, I mean, him and the, I don't want to get too much into Blood Meridian, but the judge does something similar with the chance. But yeah, he you're coming on for the blood. You've already, I'm keeping you guys, for, I'm doing, I, did, I told McCarthy here, but I, 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 uh, we're we're doing Blood Meridian and all the pretty horses. We're doing oh fuck blood. yeah, let's go. I'm just saying, <laughs> but but please, I please finished. I I, I but it's fine to call to that. Yeah, the the judge does the chance thing too. He gives people chances to get out of being killed, but he does it with uh, playing cards normally. He really, he talks about playing cards. Um, but uh, to circle back to that original thing about Llewellyn, something that I really liked about the book, because in the movie when he goes back to help the the thirsty Mexican, he mm -hmm. tells Carla Jean, I'm about to do something dumber than hell, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I, but I like in the, in the book, how much internal monologue you get with him, where he's just like the yeah. whole time he's doing it. Like he's, he's, he just says, dude, you're fucking retarded. Yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you're he's literally me. And, yeah. and dude, I'm every time I uh, read this book or watch the movie, I have uh, this fantasy, and this is true of a lot of my favorite crime movies where the tortured protagonist makes a fatal error. I I have this dream of like, man, wouldn't it be sick if he had just let that dude die and then, you know, gone to his house and dumped out all the money and found the transponder and been like, oh shit, better get rid of this and went and yeah. like, threw it in a Walmart dumpster somewhere and just lived happily ever after. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's such a good, it's so good at, um, uh, making you have those thoughts, which makes you identify with the actions that he took to begin with. Because right. what would you guys have done mm. if you had come upon the massacre that Llewellyn comes upon? Yeah. So right now, I mean, right now I understand how technology works in 1980 when this book takes place. Sure, I know yeah. I wouldn't understand how you'd track, 2.4 million dollars i wouldn't i would not i would i would just think which that by that, the way like, is like 10 that's like 10 million yeah no dollars. no you're balling like it's yeah. a, it's like that that is life-changing what i do originally is i i'm one of those guys i am i am it's the way i gamble i gamble small i gamble often but i gamble small you know and i i, I play five ten dollar bets and stuff like that i'm skimming like Six six hundred thousand off that and dipping mm. is what I'm doing. You're, you're, I, oh yeah, you're, you're. Oh, I love that. I love from the, the idea original taking... from the original Agua Agua Agua. The movie for No Country for Old Men is me yeah. fucking hunting pigs. All right, cool, got one. I stumble up on the car. All right, right on. These guys are dead. That looks really bloody. I'm scared already. What I do is I find the other guy. I, I if I'm even that resourceful, but I find the other guy. I look at the bag. I'm like. I'm not taking all this because I already I already know because I, I I'm Catholic I'm a, I have the Catholic guilt yeah. already like no, like I already the smartest I, thing and I've never thought of that but that's the most brilliant shit I've ever heard if you take a hundred k and the Tech Nine yeah. you're good dude I'm a fucking <laughs> I, I married a fucking Walmart fucking retard girl dude like that's all it is. like the, the, all that have dude hundred if I bring home a hundred racks of just unmarked cash we're fucking in 1980 winning. in 19 dude I could buy something sick in Texas. Yeah, like at that yeah. time, yeah. yeah, you could live but, like Bob Stoops in tech, like for a hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, it would be just like Mac Brown, like just yeah. fucking just crushing it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, it's all I would do in that sense. I was telling my wife the exact same thing when we were watching the movie. I was just like, I, dude, I, I wouldn't, there's just no chance I'm taking that full back. That is so smart, and it's really sad that I 
in all the years that I've watched the movie over and over again and read the book, I've never considered, what if you just took a smidge? What if you just took a, skimmed dude, a little I'm skimming. bit? I'm skimming, dude. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, use like, bills, use, yeah. use $100 bills. It's, I mean, come on, man. But then also me, dumb Glenn brain is also like, and just eating myself from the inside. I'll be like, why didn't I take the fucking bag? Like, I'll be like, I'd still be mad like two weeks later about me not taking the whole bag, <laughs> even though it was the right play. Yeah, it's 100% yeah. the right play. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do. Big Mac, what would you do? I'm going to be honest. I think that I would, if I went down to like find my kill or whatever and saw a bunch of trucks with dead guys hanging out of it, I would be like, that seems like someone yeah. else's problem and I'm going to go home. Probably the other, probably the, <laughs> the safest play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause even me, like, like you figure too, like even if you take a little bit of money off that thing, like what somebody could still, somebody's going for that money or even that, like you, you could take the money that has a tracking device. Like the part that has the little hollowed out tracking device and the $1 mm-hmm. bills, you could, you could take that you wouldn't know. And also like somebody could just be scoping you like quite literally with exactly. a gun, like, like, Oh, he reached into the bag. It's a wrap for this guy. Like, yeah. so no. And that's the ultimate safe play, yeah. but I'd be uh, looking like, damn, that's crazy. And then go back to my truck. <laughs> You just listened to a preview of one of our premium episodes. And to get access to the full thing, you got to be a paid subscriber to the Rare Candy Substack. That's rarecandy.substack.com. It's only $5 a month or $55 for the whole year. You get one month free if you do the whole year. You get access to premium Rare Candy episodes, my podcast, The Glen Word, and whatever the hell else we want to charge people for. Uh, Again, that's rarecandy.substack.com. Thanks again.